Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. with that mic in your hand. It's time for school. Rock school. With your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. Does it make you angry? It does. Does it make some, you some people selling less? <sighs> Say it. Say it. A little bit. A little bit. Because you want it. Look, that's my life. That's my childhood. Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are... Tammy Burns. I want to talk to you today about a topic that happened back on December 7th. And you say, well, why are you talking about it now? Well, because I've you know, got this Rock School show set up with certain things. We always finish the year with all those who passed away. Right. And then we start the year with those two anniversary shows. And I really like those ideas, so I do them. So if something during that, and we do Christmas shows as well. So if during that month-long period something happens, I'm kind of stuck. Unless it's so large, you know, I, I just kind of push it off. Right. So, no, this happened a month and a half ago, but I think it still bears talking about. Bob Dylan sold his publishing rights to Universal Music Group for, I've seen $100 million, I've seen $200 million, I've seen $300 million, but since December 7th, it's kind of coalesced that it is a $300 million dollar deal that is insane okay why why did he do it how how do we why how do you do what huh i know can you why when i heard about it i called you in from my car and i said why did he do this well that's what we're going to talk about today he's not the only one that does it or did it this is something that's happening on a grand scale and will probably come to a screeching halt when Biden gets into office. <gasps> and I know what people are going to say. Well, Joe, I'm listening to the show and Biden's already into office. And I only say that because we're recording this show on New Year's Day. So it's entirely possible that Biden is in office and all of this has stopped or Trump successfully figured out that he stole the election and Trump's in But anyway, the idea of Biden coming into office may put an end to what's happening. But is let's, this, wait, let's wait, talk wait. about is it. This why, is this why it happened in December? It's the reason it's happening now. But again, Bob Dylan is only one of a slew of artists who are doing this. Okay, why? Here's the thing. Universal Music Group and Publishing bought the rights to every single Bob Dylan song from 1962 through today for an estimated $300 million. The actual number's not been released, but this is what it's kind of coalescing to. Now, to pay for all of that, Universal has to see at least twice that on their end. That's what Forbes said. They're going to have to make $600 million off of the Bob Dylan catalog. Now, 
Universal has put out all of these accolades that Dylan's music shaped the world. He was the voice of a generation. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. Crap. They want to make money with it. They it's going to s- start selling cars, right? right? He wants to, they're going to use it in advertising. They're going to use it in television shows and movies and such. Oh. They're going to make money with it because yeah. now they own it. Do you remember, I, you probably don't know this about me, but I started a website called HTML Goodies during the during the uh, dot-com boom. And I'm talking to the audience, not you. Oh, you know this. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. But I remember when we sold the website, they had the lawyer take me away. Yeah. And I think you were there as well. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and he said, you know, if we buy this website from you, we own it. Yeah. We can do anything we want with it. You have no say. And my the line I remember... We could take it out to Fifth Avenue and burn it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him. I said, yeah, sure. I understand that. I really didn't like it, but I understood it. But, but that's goodness. the thing. You as Bob Dylan, though, you're sitting at home, you're watching Netflix, and all of a sudden there's a you know movie right. with three of your songs in it. How is he going to feel? I don't think he cares. I mean, really? he's not. No, he's not in any way structure of the imagination a dumb man. No, but he doesn't need the money either. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's looking to create something for future generations. I don't know. It says here the deal includes both the income he receives as a songwriter, so all the royalties, and control of every song's copyright. Once Dylan is paid, all future monies and deals will be owned and run by Universal. And they can do they can take it out to Fifth Avenue and burn it. Does he have a wife want. right now? You know, I don't know. Look that up on the break. Let me play a Dylan song. <laughs> The thing is, it not only includes the songs that are Bob Dylan, it mm-hmm. includes all songs that he co-wrote or owns a stake in, like the band's The Weight, which was published by Dwarf Publishing, which was owned by Dylan. Now, that doesn't take any money away from the band, but it does take the money that Dylan would have received and sends it over there. So, let's be honest with each other. I get it. He's an icon, blardy blar. But you're looking to make money with it. So soon, look for Bob Dylan stuff. And if you're like me and you came up through Bob Dylan, oh no, why is Bob Dylan selling Garanimal's children clothes? Oh, isn't that the truth? Here's Bob Dylan. And by the way, like I said, he's not even close to the last person that did it. We're going to talk about why should you sell, all that kind of stuff, and why Biden coming into office, if he is, I don't know, I'm recording this on Jan 1st, how it's going to put an end to it. So there. Here's Bob Dylan on Rock School. You got a lot I know. I say you are my friend. When I was down, you just stood there grinning. You got a lot I know. To say you got a helping hand to lend. You just want to be. All right, coming out of Bob Dylan, you you ask the question, doesn't he have enough money? I don't know. Maybe he's not thinking about him. Maybe he's thinking about his 
kids, grandkids, all of that. Legacy. Maybe he's thinking about legacy money. Maybe it's just the idea of it makes him popular again. I don't know why Bob Dylan would do it, but I understand why other people would do it. And I'm going to tell you about one, not next, but afterwards. Stevie Nicks, this is not the person who needs the money. (laughs) Stevie Nicks sold majority stake in her song catalog to Primary Wave Music Publishing last month. Which means November. Remember, the Bob Dylan thing happened in in December. Mm -hmm. Primary Wave now owns 80% of all monies made or generated by Stevie Nicks' catalog. They also have the Fleetwood Mac money and the Tom Petty money, what she would normally get. They now take 80%. What's the 80%? Well, she wants to have some say in what happens. But remember, these people own 80%. I think it's going to be... How much a say are you going to have? That's what I'm wondering. If, if they say, okay, we want to sell, I don't know, 30 wonderful flavor ice cream, mm-hmm. what, what, are, what is she going to say? We own 80%. Take us to court. I, I don't understand why 80%. I don't either. A spokesperson for Primary Wave states, Stevie's music, while exceptionally well-known, is still very under-commercialized and under-marketed. Uh, I think we know what that means. You're going to be selling sneakers soon with our friend Stevie Nicks. But here's the other one, the people that might need the money. Stevie Nicks, obviously still alive. Bob Dylan, obviously still alive. Ray Charles, not Mm -hmm. still alive. Primary Wave Music Publishing has finalized an agreement with the heirs of Ray Charles. That was back in May of 2020. And the publishing firm is going to require and acquire a majority stake in the U.S. publishing revenues from the pre-1964 catalog. Name a huge Ray Charles song. They're going to own a majority stake in it. Here lies the concern. Let's say my father was a phenomenal musician and I didn't know bleh. Right. And he's, I've got a chance to take my dad's music and make a ton of money because I don't know how to market it. Right. I don't right. know how to do a thing. So it makes sense that families of people like Ray Charles mm-hmm. are selling this. That I can fathom. That I can understand. What I can understand is Stevie Nicks. Okay, I, I understand just flat out selling it. I almost am with Bob Dylan. But, you know, look, I'm, I'm at the end of my career. It's over. Let's leave money for, maybe sell it for that money and then give it to a college or give it to something. Right. You know what I'm getting at? So he has, maybe maybe so because he would have the ability to say where the money goes. Could. Could. Absolutely you know? could. Stevie Nicks, I don't get the 80%. I'm kind of a, a this or that guy. Sell mm-hmm. it or don't. Yep. But the people who owned Ray Charles's money, right. they got to be looking at each other going, we're sitting on this gold mine, but I have no idea how to dig a hole in the yep, ground. Yep. Yep. And that's what My they did. My gosh. Now the whole world's going to be trying to dig a hole. Until certain things happen. And we'll talk about that later on. Ray Charles here on Rock School. Now, nah, baby, when you sigh, when you sigh I want to sigh with you. When you cry, when you cry, I wanna cry some too. Now ain't that love? Ain't that love? Oh, ain't that love that I, that I feel in my heart for you? Oh, that I feel in my heart for you? Oh, that I feel in my heart for you? Oh. Coming out of Ray Charles, you might be asking yourself, okay, who is this primary wave, and what really do they own? 
There's another one out there called hypnosis. We just haven't gotten to it yet. So let's talk primary wave. It is one of the biggie biggies, and hypnosis is the other. So let's let's talk about primary wave. Founded in January 2006, its whole purpose is to buy the rights to music as if it was a bond. See, really? a bond will never lose all of its value. Yeah. And played with correctly can be turned into more. They own, this is going to be a bit of a list, but they own 50% of Kurt Cobain's stake in the Nirvana catalog. They bought it from Courtney Love. They own Devo and a portion of the following acts. Chicago, Diff Leppard, Hall & Oates, John Lennon, Steven Tyler, Bo Diddley, Earth, Wind & Fire. Primary Wave is actually doing something with their purchases. There have been Nirvana shoes and Aerosmith scratch-off tickets. <laughs> That makes my heart hurt. That's like one of the ventricles. You know what it makes me want? What's that? A scratch-off ticket. It does, doesn't it? They own all of Smokey Robinson's music. Bought it for $25 million. Dollars. (laughs) Daughters. What's the matter with you? Uh, October 2018, Primary Wave closed a deal with Kenny Loggins for marketing, branding, and publishing administration of Footloose, I'm Alright, and Danger Zone. Just those three. Yes. They are also buying specific songs of the Hollow Notes catalog they own, Kiss on My List. They own I Want to Hold Your Hand. From the Beatles? Yep. Renegade, More Than a Feeling, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, Sunny by Bobby Hebb, They Long to Be Close to You and Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by Burt Bacharach. Remember, I know Uh the Carpenters had the hit, but Burt Bacharach. Uh, Do you remember? Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. They own that, too. And the purpose is to make money. They look at it like buying land. It sounds like an insurance policy to me. It it certainly does. That's how they're selling it, isn't it? I'm sure it is. They're selling it with the prettiest face humanly possible. Yeah, they are. But if I come up and, you know, I'm, I don't know, Pornhub... And I, as Pornhub, I have a ton of money. Where do the morals and scruples end? Could you use I Want to Hold Your Hand to sell Pornhub if I offer you an insane amount of money? Where do the morals end and the bank account begins? Oh my gosh. Get it, get it, get it? Let's play something. Da, 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 da. Will they own Sunny by Bobby Hebb? Let's play that here on Rock School. Sunny. Yesterday, my life was filled with rain Sunny You smiled at me and really eased the pain Now the dark days are done and the bright days are here My sunny one shines so sincere Sunny one so true I love you I love you I love you All right, coming into the first break, let's go ahead and address that idea of, wait a minute, if Biden's in office, and again, I'm recording this on January 1st, if Biden is indeed in office, why the buying frenzy coming to an end? Well, a few reasons. The Trump administration, through legislation, through the tax thing and all of that, Mm -hmm. created some wonderful fertile ground for people who want to do this. Okay. Very low interest rates, number one. 
the barriers to buying music have fallen hard under the Music Millennial Act. And by the way, real soon, I'm going to do a show just on the Music Millennial Please Act. Please do, because I know nothing. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't know much either, which is why we haven't done a show yet. Oh. I have to be all kinds of learned. And then number three, very low tax concern due to Trump's well-dropped capital gains rate. Right. Why right now? Why at the end of 2020? Where's this buying frenzy? Because there's a fear of Biden coming in and closing all the gaps almost out of the gate. Mm -hmm. The fact that Trump came in, if you remember, and he signed all those executive orders. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of people believe that on day one, there will be a slew of executive orders by the Biden administration that will basically close all these tax holes up. And that's the idea. So the idea of buying music is a hot thing right now, but it won't last forever. Between the two biggies, right now, 40,000 songs are owned by the people who didn't write them through this kind of thing. Right. In a February 2020 article, the 10 reasons why musicians should consider selling publishing rights right now from Forbes states, because of these items, it's entirely possible that the deals that are on the table right now will be gone. Or if they're not gone, they will no longer be customizable, as in what Stevie Nicks did. Yeah. An older band right now can sell their music through a publisher. The music that, you know, okay, you can play some state fairs and all of that. Mm -hmm. But if these publishers, these people who have the connections can take this song that was a men's men's a hit and turn it into this, you know, it's of my childhood. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, you're selling Country Time Lemonade. That's a whole bunch of money. Yeah. And the, just remember, when you when you sell it, that's the trade-off. You can, they can take your, once they give you the money, they can take it out to Fifth Street and burn it. See what I'm getting at? I do see yeah. what you're getting at. Who is listening to us? WXZY Kane PA. Fantastic. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Out of the break, I mentioned that there were really two major players in this. The, the Universal Music Group buying Bob Dylan seems to be kind of a one-off. But the two giant players are that primary wave, and that's the one that bought Stevie Nicks. Mm -hmm. Then there is this humongous group called the Hypnosis Song Fund. Spell hypnosis if you want to look them up. H-I-P-G-N-O-S-I-S. -S. Now, those of you who are in the know may say, Joe, isn't that the design group that created all those really fantastic 1970s album covers? That's a great thing. Look up that. That 
had gone out of business. Now, I looked. That's the first thing I did. Is it the same thing? Right. I can't find a connection. If you go to to Wikipedia, yeah, I know Wikipedia, but if you go to them, they don't even make a connection between this song fund and the group of people that made all of the album covers. So if there is a connection, I don't know about it. If you can find it, by all means, shoot me an email. I'll be more than pleased to hear it. Hypnosis founder is a guy named Merck Merkiatis. And that's the last time I'm going to say his name because I had to restart this break three times because I screwed his name it's up hard. every time. Merkiatis, but his first name is Merck. We're just going to call him Merck from this point on. Good. It's an investment company. Mm-hmm. It's They're making a bet that an existing artist's catalog will make substantially more than what they pay for it. It's just that. And for that, they need control, so they buy the music. How do the, I invest in this? You can. It's, it's, um, it's public. You saw when I was trying to get how his name is pronounced, right. we were watching a video of this thing going public in the UK. Did you see who his financial partner was? I did. Sheik's Niall Rogers. Yeah, yeah, I was. According to, and again, I'm just getting this from the sort of CNBC in the UK uh, video. When they asked Merck what kind of money he had, he said he had a $400 million pound pipeline then he went public which means he has even more money to mess around with you don't go public to lose money so he has even more money to go public right now this guy uh, he owns so much where did he come from he was the manager of beyonce elton john guns and roses iron maiden morrissey pet shop boys macy gray mary j blyze and jane's addiction Okay, does he own those? Well, I'm not sure, but what it does, it says to the artists, uh, look, if, if you have managed all these people, right. they must like you. Right. So maybe you're the person I should be selling to because mm-hmm. it seems like you know the business. There's some trust there, yeah. isn't there? Does that make sense? It's totally. We're going to talk more about hypnosis and also what to do. How do you sell? Where do you make money? That kind of stuff. But I mentioned Sheik's Nile Rogers as being in the money. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine. You know that Scrooge McDuck where he dives into that gargantuan room full yeah. of gold? That's him. Now Rogers <laughs> takes a dip once in a while. And there you go. It's, uh, it's Sheik on Rock School. Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, my name is Joe Burns, you are... Jamie Burns. I said that there was a $400 million pipeline, mm-hmm. according, again, to Forbes, because Forbes really covered this. If you want to look this stuff up, go to Forbes. I'm telling you, they put out some of the greatest stuff on this. Hypnosis, according to a Forbes suggestion, nobody knows for a fact, even though they're a public company... 
it is said that going public netted them close to $2 billion to acquire the catalogs of performers. That, that, to me, sounds like they won't be all that blown out of the water if, indeed, Biden comes in and just executive orders this stuff away. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'll keep doing it. It's just they're the biggest the biggest animal on the plains wow. right now with the most amount of money. So we're going to get back, tell you more about hypnosis. But first, seven days, 70 seconds. These are the rock and roll dates. January 11th through January 17th. You got Monday, Tammy. Go. January 11th, 1985, Queen, Iron Maiden, and Whitesnake play on day one of the first Rock and Rio Festival. There you go. January 12th, 1999, Britney Spears releases her first album, Baby One More Time. January 13th. 1968, Johnny Cash plays the first of two shows at Folsom Prison. January 14th, 1979, YMCA files a lawsuit against the village people for their hit single, YMCA, claiming the song is defaming to the organization. No, it ain't. No, it isn't. Go ahead. January 15th, 1973, Elvis Presley's Aloha from Hawaii special is the first concert broadcast live around the world. January 16th, 1992, Eric Clapton records Eric Clapton Unplugged. And then January 17th, 2008, Gene Simmons is the third contestant fired by Donald Trump on season seven of The Celebrity Apprentice. You are fired! If indeed, I just have this question, Uh if indeed Trump, and again, we're recording this in the first of the year, if indeed Trump is no longer in office, which it looks like it's going to be, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Will he start The Apprentice again? God, I hope so. Wouldn't it be like The Apprentice Presidential Edition? Yeah, it would. And he could get all those guys that he pardoned to come on? Yes. Who wouldn't watch that? I would watch that. I would, too. Hypnosis. What do they own? In January 2020, Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge sold his publishing rights to Hypnosis. They also own 70% of the Mark Ronson catalog, as in Uptown Funk gonna give it to you, because Uptown Funk gonna give it to you. They also procured the entire catalog, and you're not going to believe this, Barry Manilow. would. I don't know why it, it bothers me that Barry Manilow sold to them. It just seemed like... He wasn't the kind of artist that would do that. Well, neither is Bob Dylan. But he did. The company acquired 100% of the L.A. Reed catalog in October. Okay, who is that? Well, Reed wrote songs for Bobby Brown, Johnny Gill, Outkast, Tony Braxton, TLC, Mariah Carey, Avril Lavigne, Paula Abdul, Pink, Justin Bieber, blubbity, 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 and the Jacksons. <sighs> and they own it. Moreover, they acquired 42 catalogs of music from the Cobalt Group. Who? The largest independent music publisher in the UK. They include uh, Netverk, 50 Cent, Skrillex, B-52s, Enrique Iglesias, Steve Winwood. Hypnosis also bought a 50% stake in the publishing, neighboring rights, and recording catalog of Rick James. Big Deal Music, an entire record company, was acquired by Hypnosis in September. They represent My Morning Jacket, Sleater Kinney, St. Vincent, Afghan Wigs, and a slew of indie groups. I mean, a ton. This group mm-hmm. has the money to do it, and they are they're going to try to take all of this money and turn it into a product that can be sold. To which you say, music has always been a product. Not like this. 
I get Watch the feeling out, folks. in 2021, it's coming at you. 2022, you're about to see a lot of stuff that you didn't expect to see Ooh. out. All right. They say you own the B-52s. Yes, they do. Let's play them here on Rock School. second break, uh, I got a question. Who is selling? Who should sell? For example, let's say next year, the absolute loopiest thing happens. The music and stuff that I have been releasing hits. And the next thing you know, I'm I'm an opening act for something and all that. And, and we have two or three men's amends of hits. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then I decide to go to New Orleans. I step off a curb. I get hit by a bus. Yeah. It's now a year later. You are remarried to somebody who's much younger and far more handsome. Oh, thank God. Isn't he wonderful? Yes. His name is Chad. Huh? Uh, no. Oh, really? No. Barry? How about yeah, Bar- Barry. Barry. Mm-hmm. All right. So along comes this music group. Uh-huh. You, you are the full owner of the music. Right. You have full rights to it. And they look at you and they say... We'll give you $25 million, but you have to hand it all over to us. We can take it out into Fifth Avenue and burn it. Would you do it? Yes, I would. See? But we're Menza Menza. It's not like I'm, you know, who was it that you said that sold? Bob Dylan? Yeah. We're not Bob Dylan, dude. Well, we're not never going to, you're not going to make that kind of money. Ouch. Jeez. Thanks for having. And Barry and I need money to travel. <laughs> Sorry, for, dude. Thanks for having some faith thanks in me. Thanks for writing some great songs. All right. So who is actually selling? You've probably picked this out. Older artists. They're probably on the downside. Do they really, in their 60s and 70s, want to play that game? You know, we're doing all the casinos, and then we're going out to all of the state fairs and all that kind of stuff. Doggone it. We're never going to have a great casino show again, are Uh, we? Maybe not. Uh, The family and beneficiaries of artists that don't know what to do with the music. That makes sense. This is the idea of Ray Charles. Yeah. Again, I'm standing on a gold mine, but I have no idea how to dig in to get it. And along comes this group. Look, they may get more money on this deal than he ever made during his life. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. You would think, is you look at what, what people made, like baseball today, mm-hmm. this idea of I've signed a $5 jillion contract. They, people used to get paid like $100 a game. I know. I mean, these are the big names of the business. Right. Eh. Smaller record companies who want capital to find the next thing will probably do it. We're a little company. We're, we're fighting with these 20 acts. Okay, we'll take them for $10 million. That's Done. it. Done. Done, done, done. Musicians who have not yet reached Copyright Reversion Act. The Copyright Reversion Act, and we've talked about this. I don't think it's big enough to hold a whole show, but the act generally reads pre-1978. Those songs will revert to their original owner after 35 years. So what, Joe? Well, you take 1978 and you add 35, that's 2013. Mm-hmm. The first people will not benefit from this until 2013. If I do the math correctly, that's two years from now. Right. And it's entirely possible. Here comes hypnosis. Look, you can wait to get that 
music on your own and then collect the royalties, mm-hmm. or you, I can give you $25 million right now and you can walk away. Well, I'm alive now, so I'm, I'm yeah. probably taking the money. That's it. Wait or sell. Once again, from Forbes, well, there's the concern. It's tough to stand and wait while a company is hanging millions of dollars in oh! your face. We as We as the lovers of music have this stay pure want. You know, you you can't own Bob Dylan's. You can't turn it into a commodity, except, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. So, who's listening to us on this here radio show? WWNW Titan ah. Radio, New Wilmington, PA. Westminster College, my alma mater. Salute. Back in a minute here on Rock School. break i mentioned right before we went into it that we as fans are of the opinion look keep the music pure don't do this don't do that but it is a business it is how the musicians pay their rent and feed their kids and set up retirement and all that kind of stuff and i get it it's jillions of dollars well at least it is for a section but as i was listing all of those people i don't know they i i, I kind of had a a rating scale Mm-hmm. I, I believe Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 would sell. Right. I believed that. Yeah. I had a hard time believing other groups had sold, like Barry Manilow. Yes. I don't know why I think he would be above that kind of thing, but he isn't. But I'll tell you another one. Devo. I don't know why that blows me away with Mark Mothersbaugh and all. Why Why are you selling it? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing it's because you, after a while, have to become a business person. And just ask yourself, is this song that I wrote back in 1980, is it really going to do anything for me? And I can turn it into cash right now? Mm-hmm. You know, what are those, those, what is it, Sunday morning television shows? Turn right. your life insurance into cash right now. You the, know reverse, the reverse mortgage. The reverse mortgage. I sat my parents down and said, when you hear the words reverse mortgage, you need to think of explosion. That's right. Don't do that. There's no movie star that has done a reverse mortgage. Take uh, my word for it. (laughs) They're lying to you. It's on the Bel Air home. Yeah, so I don't know. When I heard Devo, I just kind of went, I can't believe it. But then again, I asked myself, who are you to say what Devo can do with their music? Well, let me ask you something. They can take it out to Fifth Avenue and burn it. Does it make you angry? It does. Does it make some, you some people selling less? <sighs> say it. Say it. A little bit. A little bit. Because you want it. Look, that's my life. That's my childhood. I, you know, I can't get no satisfaction by Devo. I, I played that on loop. 
Dude, when Van Halen does it, the world will end, right? (laughs) Death will befall lesser people. Here's Devo in Rock School. Coming into the last break, I want to tell the, the people out there what you said while we were off air. Mm-hmm. You ended the last break by making the statement, what am I going to feel when Van Halen sells? Right. And the thing is, they don't have to. I mean, they're one of the most successful bands in history, but that doesn't mean they won't sell. Think Bob Dylan, obviously. With Eddie Van Halen gone, I think the anchor that would say, you said this. Yeah, I know I, did I, say I know it. I'm saying it, but this is your idea. Uh-huh. The anchor that would say to the remaining members of the group, look, we don't need this. We've That's got right. enough money. We don't have it. But I could easily see David Lee Roth selling it. I could easily see Michael Anthony being okay with selling it. Sammy Hagar would sell. Oh, it's sold already. That's right. He, sold, he sells everything. He's wearing a sandwich board and walking around in For front sale. of the hypnosis offices. Um, Alex may be the only one, but it's always been that Ed was sort of the leader and Alex was the good soldier that hung. Yeah. They would probably, I'll bet it sells. I'll (gasps) bet they sell. That breaks my heart. Oh. One more thing. Once again, from Forbes, uh, there are concerns to selling. There are reasons you don't want to sell. And here they are. I got four of them for you. Number one, once you sell, you've sold the end. This is a hellaciously finite thing. When you say, okay, I'll accept that check, it's gone. And they can do with it as they please. And you have no say whatsoever. Number two, the Copyright Royalty Board has voted to raise streaming fees by half. So all the fact the fact that you're doing all these streamings and you're not making money, well, yeah. the Royalty Board has voted to raise streaming. So now you may very well make enough money. Not this kind. No, that's true. And not in a pile. You know? Not in a big old wide. I think the last time we were in Vegas, we went to the horseshoe, and they had a million dollars as soon as you walk in. It's Uh inside of a horseshoe. It's a thousand, thousand dollar bills. And I remember looking at it and going, I wonder what that weighs. (laughs) Because there it is. You want a million dollars. Well, there it is. And it's it's hard to point that. When people make those statements, what would you do for a, a million dollars? It's so easy to say, no, I wouldn't do that, when there's not a $1,000,000 bill sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. I just Hey, I just, just know. remember this. The yeah. government sure do take a good bite. Well, half of it is gone, probably. But I'll tell you what, for a million dollars, I know me. There's not a lot I wouldn't do. Oh, nasty. Uh, number three, if you do not specify up front some continued ownership, you lose it. Mm-hmm. And asking for too much, they won't sell to you. And the thing is, I have to believe right now that it's one of those things why if you don't get on the bus, that's fine. There's another person right down in the next stop that'll get on the bus. Yeah. So you got your chance to sell. When when we sold the HTML goodies mm-hmm. site, that was... Now, the, the people who bought it, EarthWeb, didn't say this to me, but there was a group of, of people that were at the university I was at that said, you know, you got one shot. Yeah. You got to realize if you're gone, they have 
four other places That's they're going right. to go to. That's right. So if you're going to sell, sell. And I did. Uh, number four, do you get the money and walk away? Or is, your, and is yours an advance against future sales? Meaning, we'll pay you this money, but we got to make it first. And I'd never choose that. No, I'd never. never choose. Who would choose that? I do a bunch of voiceover, and in a lot of times, I have to choose, do you get paid up front, or do you take royalties? Not a chance. You get paid up front. And then, they're fine, take it. Take it out to Fifth Avenue and burn it. Yeah. But... Somebody's going to mm, always go out of business and not, not pay you your money. Thank you very much. I've done voiceover for places I never got paid. Mm-hmm. Never got paid. And that wraps it up. So there's hypnosis, why Bob Dylan sold. And speaking of Bob Dylan, since we started the show with Bob Dylan, we'll end with Bob Dylan. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Thanks for listening. Class is dismissed. Nobody feels any pain Tonight is lasting inside the rain Everybody knows that baby's got new clothes But lately I see her ribbons and her bows Have fun from her curls